Welcome back to Badass Women 50 Plus. I am Robin Lane, producer, director, psychotherapist, and creator of this show. I am 88, and I am going to be interviewing a woman far younger than me who still is facing the challenges of ageism because of the industry that she's in. And the aim of our show is to inspire. And in order to be a guest, then one has to have overcome significant challenges, and there are a few industries that offer greater challenges to women than the one that our guest today is in. She has had to overcome and deal with ageism and she's done it fantastically. Let me give you a little insight. Research from the Gina Davis Institute, very serious research on gender, shows that there are only one-third as many women on screen as men, one-third. And most of those women are young. However, when it comes to age, as actors hit 30, their job opportunities increase, but for actresses, that number signals a downhill slide. Actress Eve Austin is over 50, so the hurdles have been plentiful. Nonetheless, there's been much success, and that's what you want to hear about. So, enough of me. And let me introduce you to the very versatile actress, Eve Austin, with this 20-second clip from two of her TV guest appearances. Everything all right, Joe? Fine, dear. Go back to bed. Well, for me, the woman has to feel sexy, <laughs> yet virginal at the same time. Yes, well, this is very unique. I call this one. <laughs> I call it Princess Di goes to Las Vegas. <laughs> well, here we are with Eve Austin, who you just saw. Hi, Eve. Hi there. That was fun. <laughs> You're you are so versatile. Uh, I want to ask you something. Um, you know, because the industry that you're in is so challenging in terms of age when let's face it it's just it's ageist completely and you started as an actress of course and you're still an actress but what you've had to do in overcoming the ageism in the industry is create things for yourself correct yes that's partially it the industry itself is difficult enough for people that aren't our age so uh and and technology has allowed me to do that and to create uh to create content that's meaningful to everyone, not just our age group, but we have so much to offer and uh, it's not being used. And so to get our ideas out and to be able to kind of help the world in its, in its own way, it's why I started producing my own content. I didn't want to wait for them to hire me, you know. Right. That, that's quite a challenge, though. It's not easy. No, it's not easy, but nothing I think is, it should be easy, but it's not in terms of how we live our lives today. Well, well, when you go from being an actress, you know, because when you're an actress, you have to remember somebody else's lines and somebody else is in charge of everything. But when you start producing things, it's a whole other bag of tricks Yes, it, that you have to learn. It's definitely gives you more power. And there are many different aspects of producing. Uh, for my smaller things, I've produced it myself, financed it myself. For the larger ones that I'm doing now, which are features, um, the money does not necessarily come from my own pocket. But there are many different ways of producing. So I do like to be in somewhat of control 
of my uh, abilities, of my abilities as an actor, but that also pertains to the younger generation. They just, you know, sit there and wait for someone to call them for a job, and that's just not the way it works. You yeah. can't sit yeah. at that counter so, anymore. I'm sorry, you can't sit so one of, Go ahead. One of the films that you, that you created for yourself is legit, which we're going to see little excerpts from. You want to tell us about that? So, yes, um, I created that because I, I have a particular uh, interest in the world um, legalizing prostitution. It's ridiculous. How, how come? How come? How come? Because I think that it breeds, um, when it's not legal, it breeds health issues. It breeds um, uh, drug issues. You know, these women are then kept by... True, but of all these things to be interested in, how come that? That that was just um, we did we did kind of a fun dark comedy about it. Uh, there were so many different things, but it was a starting point. It wasn't like my opus. It was a starting <laughs> point to, <laughs> to try to get into uh, the industry where I have a leading role, which you know is very difficult in in our industry, and uh, where I have a, a small message, but I do it coated sugar coated in a way because I want people to be entertained and get the message at the same time and the message is and the message is in this case the message is that uh, there's good in the world there are things that we should be doing that we just ignore and really uh, prostitution is the oldest profession in the world it's not going to go away <laughs> and um, I think that the people that are sex workers and um, deserve the same kind of attention and frankly respect that the rest of us get it's a job. respect, respect. That, that's it. yeah why do you say that because it's a job it's a job function it does something to help people if they have issues or they need someone for companionship or they, they want to have sex and they can't, uh, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I, I think that uh, people, sh people are people. And if, if there wasn't a need, it wouldn't be the oldest profession. So if Well, that's the point, need, really. Not, nothing that you're going to do is going to make it go away. <laughs> no. You might as well have it healthy and, and respect that. I agree. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, so... Just tell us a little bit of the story because we're not going to be able to see the whole story. Yes. Yeah, so the story mainly is it's uh, two warring madams of which I am one. And um, on my end, I want to have a uh, and, and also it deals with politicians that try to regulate this prostitution game. It's not a game, but anyhow, um, it deals with um, how this one woman myself believes as I do, that people are people and that this should be legalized and that we should keep our girls clean and healthy and well. So you have to you have to get the politicians on your side. I have to get them on my side. And yeah. unfortunately, I will have to blackmail them to, to do so. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's Nothing wrong with a little blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> it depends what you're doing. But when you're doing it for good, it's okay. <laughs> okay, so let's take a look at that now. At the end of the day, it's just business. You have your employees. You have your clients. And you have yourself. I pride myself on running a good business. After all, your reputation is the only currency you've got. 
I'm even better at keeping secrets, Congressman. What, am I suddenly on the blacklist of your fine establishment or something? Did I say the wrong safety word? I'm just a bill made on Capitol Hill. Mm. He'll do just fine. I'm all for women in the workplace. But just because it walks and talks like corporate, still smells like the red light district. I agree. Oh? We are going to take the world's oldest profession and make it legit. Yeah, we're going to legalize prostitution. Now remember, girls, the three C's. No coke, no cameras, and no credit. Morning, madam. I took the liberty of setting the laundry out with the quarterly earnings. I ordered more travel-sized lube and nurses' hats, seeing as how nurses are trending at the moment. Any messages? Bad news first. You might want to look at this. I see you got your orders straight. So what is this? It's a lifeline. Because of our past history, I thought, well, I'd like you bow out gracefully. <laughs> yeah. You are going to pass Prop 13. Really? Says who? Yeah, you really think you're uh, living in a high town, don't you? I know that, Jake. I know about the women coming in from other countries. I know about the money. And I know that cockamamie double lifestyle that you lead. Well, at least I'm consistent. <laughs> yeah. I hear voters like that kind of thing. What do you want? Thanks to your little Galena, I already got all the information I need. And your cooperation will be very welcomed at my office. And how do you think I uh, can explain that sudden switch to my voters exactly? Tell me. Oh, well, politicians never lie, do they? Okay, we're back. So that was really, I love that. I love it, especially the, the line where he says, nurses are trending. <laughs> I love that line. It's really funny. But then you go on to make something, a film which I think is going to make you a star. Because you know, you and I have talked about it. You want to tell us about that film? Well, um, I'm not sure which one you think is going to make me a star. but Lola. 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 Yeah. So Lola is, not, is actually meant to be a series. And, um, oh. yes, and Lola is a, um, I've strung together to, I originally shot it as a web, uh, web series and realized that my audience is not in web series. Uh, badass women over 50 don't necessarily watch web series. So, <laughs> um, and I also felt it was more of an important message and I didn't want to just put it out there, you know, um, willy nilly. Uh, basically it's about learning how to, um, Listen to your inner self. And oh, oh, that's very interesting because you have a doppelganger. Yes. So the doppelganger, which is in, you see two Eves, right? Two, yes. two of the two Eves. Lola, see two Lola's. So I didn't realize that 
So explain that to the audience because they're going to see it. I will explain it, it and, and I will also say that this is one of the issues as to why I want to sell it as a full package to um, uh, to, to the streamers. Uh, and it, the reason is that um, it's it's my inside self. So you see my the inside of myself as a character, and you see myself as a character. So Lola is a particular woman with particular life issues. Um, she's never written a check. She got married at 18, had children, and her husband, you know, pats her on the head, goes and drinks with his buddies, and does whatever. <laughs> And uh, yes, it's well, but it's the truth for a lot of people. I mean, maybe not so much Manhattan or or the big cities, but when you go into the smaller cities, you know, they're high school sweethearts. They get married. They don't know anything about life. And then they're stuck in this with the kids and whatever. And the husband just sort of, you know, is like a side, you know, we are a side thing. We're kind of so in in terms of Lola, um, Lola does. So she did she did she initiate the divorce? No, uh, yes, she did. She did. I'm sorry, she did. We don't really have, I'm telling you the backstory, but it's not necessarily part of the series. Because the series really is meant to show how when somebody has the courage to start listening to their inner self, um, we are all meant to be successful and happy and, and wonderful and have our own lives. And if we have somebody in our life together, we, we are partners. We're not you know, just an ancillary thing. And um, in the particular generation, baby boomer generation, women were not seen that way. And so it slowly changed with in the 70s, women started to go into the workforce. I mean, there's been a tremendous amount of change. Uh, however, even today, where uh, supposedly we're equal, we're really not. We don't have the same money that we get. We don't have the same um, respect that we get. Well, especially, especially in your industry. In my I mean, industry. I'm giving the numbers there, you know, they're, they're terrible. They are really terrible. And uh, But aside from that, it's to me, it's not even about numbers. It's more about realizing what we have to offer. And this is a love letter to women all over to realize that they have to start listening to their, um, when I say to ourselves, you know, it's our inner self. We get these little flashes. and mean we, the inner voice. Yes, our inner voice. You yeah. the, in, the impulse that you get but you put away. Exactly, exactly. And you should know that because of the field that you're in. As a Well, first of all, I've always been tough. <laughs> oh, you've, you've always been your own person, yes. But yeah, most people, tough. or many, many people are not. And you can watch it and enjoy it, and other people can watch it and learn from it. And I don't really do it, uh, I do it in a way where it's comical, you know, so that you can, it's like a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. I don't want to be preaching or standing on a soapbox. Uh, women of a certain age, I mean, women, even a younger women have problems meeting people, whatever, but women of a certain age, we don't, um, necessarily have to have a mate, but when we go into the world of what's available, it can be pretty awful. So one of the episodes had to do dating. Yes, but there's so many yeah. things that we experience in each episode. The idea was to have a series where each episode that you see 
the person grows, Lola grows more and more and more to eventually becoming one with her inner self. That's when she uh-huh. really feels peace. And uh, that's I didn't why know that. You so in all our conversations, in all our conversations, you had not. So what happened? So that doppelganger is her inner voice. It's okay, her inner earth. voice, but right. and as the series goes on, she comes closer and closer until there is no longer an outside inner voice. Exactly. Exactly. That's fabulous. I, I love that. Yes, and and what starts to happen is it's. How, it's yeah, how did you get this idea? I've been working on myself as a human for <laughs> a long time, and um, I understand uh, a lot uh, in terms of where we need to be. But I, you know, I'm still. It's 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 an everyday occurrence. I still I didn't have that inner strength. I came from a family that didn't have it. They had strength to survive, but they didn't have inner strength to be themselves. And my whole life, actually, I've been told what I should do and how I should do it. And it's that is probably my own personal journey, but also many other people's. I was not given the strength to say, you know, I was never told, oh, you're great, you're this, you're that, you know. It was always like, you're not good enough, you can't do this, you can't be an actress, you can't uh, go out in the world, you need a man to protect you, you can't make your own money. Whatever it was, it were very, very negative messages. And when you're brought up that way, or you have that inside of you, I believe it's a huge lesson for me personally to have that point of growth. And so my character's name is Lola, but her inner self is Heidi. (laughs) It's a little confusing. But Heidi, if you notice uh, when you see her, she's always wearing white because she's very zen. She's always in white or whatever. This is this is the way that um, I did it. I did it in in a an inexpensive way. If we were able to get someone to pick up the series, uh, not not if but when they are going to be able to actually do it with equipment and cameras and technology, where you actually see them together. You know, and you and also it's being rewritten into a half an hour show. Uh, so that the whole thing will flow as one episode and you see them together. Right now what I have is the back of somebody that's my double, you know, so it feels that way, but it's still not clear as you were not clear. What, what, I, what I love in this conversation that we're having is that you were able to take a handicap and turn it into some kind of artistic value. And I find that remarkable. Well, I really do. That, that, that's what makes you a badass, honey. That you could take something that would handicap someone else and turn it into an artistic vehicle so that the world can see it and maybe be and, and you know, facilitate their growth. Well, that's exactly right, because I think I've been put really on this earth to, to help people do that. That is, I think, do my mission. And so I just do it through my art. Other people do it in science or in other ways, whatever it is. But this is how I feel that I'm not being selfish by, uh, you know, putting myself in front of people and wanting the attention and all of that. It's much more than that. it, It is a message of love and a message of growth. And not everybody wants to go there. You can't make someone be something they don't want to be. But maybe when they okay. see it. So you finish and then we're going to take a look at the film. Okay. So when when they see this, perhaps it will give them an inkling like, yes, I want to do this. I've been sitting on my derriere for years and my life is not going to get any better if I don't take action. And I'm going to take action in the best way possible and learn to take care of myself because we're all meant to shine in this world. 
<laughs> That's the function of this show. So I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I just couldn't. Anyhow, let's take a look at that. Okay. Sure. Lola. My two favorite women. Oh yeah. And what's gonna happen when you get married? You're gonna just drop me or her first. You deserve every little thing that you get, especially this little black leather jacket that I bought Mom. you. Oh thank my you. You, yeah. you really shouldn't have mom. Don't worry. You Just thank your father. It. You know, the next time you see him, say thank you. Uh, well, I will. Good. Uh, and I'm glad you brought him up because yeah. he's uh, joining us. Shortly. What? Yeah, we invited him. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about you invited him? Dad really cares about you still. Mom. Yeah, Mom, he truly loves you. Like, he loves you so much that he's not letting you go to Europe. Do you remember last week when you called our daughter and told her that you were moving to Prague because you didn't like the men in New York? She took you seriously. We're having an intervention! Surprise! Yeah, <laughs> surprise! Deep breaths, deep breaths. Just stay cool, stay calm, be gracious, be wonderful. You got this. Everything's gonna be fine, all right? Don't worry. Dad's coming, you look fantastic, you are fantastic. We're both here, we love you and yeah. support you, okay? That is one smart girl you raised, Lola. I mean, she sounds like you, I mean like me, if you'd only listen. <clears throat> uh, he's not alone, though. Just want to warn you about that. Hi, yeah. Lola. I'm Megan. It is so great to finally uh, meet you. Hi. Hi. Hey. I have heard everything there is to know about you. Everything? Yes. And I love it. I love it all. Yeah, well, I wish you wouldn't. Oh my gosh. Harry was showing me these pictures from your vacation a few years ago. But I have to say, pictures do not do you justice. You are so much oh. more beautiful in person. I mean, I, I don't want to be weird, but I, I feel like we're kind of a little family, and so I'd just like to say something I've been thinking about. I find it really inspirational that you are single at your age. All of our failure is due to skepticism and self-delusion about negativity, right? Oh, so but if you I'm can... not negative. See, that's what you think, right? So how are you? Cheese plate's really good. Look, they, they charge like 15 bucks. They could charge double for that. You know that? They could charge double for that and they get it. It's like the guy with the AIDS drug. He bought the company, right? And he upped the price of the AIDS drug and everybody got on his case about it. And that's not the way it should work. Not in a free market system, right? Hey, do you think you might want to take a napkin and, you know, be very hot, right? Am I making you nervous? <laughs> You are actually okay, okay, look. Like well, fine. Yeah. Listen, I, just... I, I paid for everything. Order the cheese plate, okay? I'm out of here. I'm out. Bye. That's it. It's a lovely man, but he keeps on introducing himself to me. Oh, yeah, it's the short term memory loss. I love cultural activities in New York. I mean, what's the point of living in Manhattan if you're not going to do any of that, exactly. right? Exactly. It sounds like you're a total renaissance man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I I'm enjoying you. Oh. oh, my God. Hey, oh. let's get a drink, huh? Let's get a drink. Yeah, great idea. The kids. <laughs> yes, the kids. <clears throat> uh. So, uh... How are you? Say you're fantastic with confidence. Fantastic. Oh, said that with confidence, I believe you. So why are you moving to Europe? Nah, I was just saying that out of my ass. 
which is looking pretty good, by the way. Oh, well, I know. Thank you. So you're remaining here in the city, you know, in my apartment? In your former apartment, which I never really thanked you for. So, hey, thank you. <laughs> Don't thank me. Thank Judge Fagelson. Simmer down. You're steaming. You know, I think it's really, really thoughtful of you to bring a playmate for Zoe today. You know, if the conversation gets a little bit too adult for your little Megan, you can take her to the park and put her on the carousel. Actually, that's probably the best ride she's going to get all night. Okay, so we're back. So tell us what your future plans are. Well, um, I have been doing some amazing, I've had some amazing opportunities this year. And I've done two major motion pictures um, with, as an actor. Um, and actually, I don't like actor. You know, I think I'm going to go back to actress. <laughs> I like actress. I very much yeah, like actress. Own that. Own that. Um, and um, I am, because a lot of these uh, shackles are not binding me as much anymore, and I'm still on that growth pattern, I think that energy begets energy, and therefore this energy is coming towards me. I've had some wonderful opportunities. One in particular is a movie coming out called Junction. And it's about the opioid crisis. I did not produce that, but I was hired as an actor, and it will be coming out next year. And I play uh, Griffin Dunn's wife in this. Um, I love Griffin Dunn. He's a wonderful actor. Yeah, and, he's wonderful. Yeah, and he's aged too, but it doesn't seem to be an issue for men. You know, that's the point. It's not an issue for men. No. And you know, I mean, I. Firstly, I think I, no, I'm not even going to go into that. But, <laughs> um, and the uh, second feature I just finished, and I did produce it, um, it's it's called Infidelity. I have a very large role in it opposite um, Emmy and Oscar-nominated actors. So it sounds like you've got a lot of things ahead of you. I have a lot wonderful. of things and if, and, and if they're not there, you're going to make them happen. Well, that's exactly right, because if they're not going to knock down my door to get something, then I'm going to knock down their door, where I become a valuable member of this community. I feel I have value. I also like to help um, other people, especially young people that are coming in, you know, to help them understand how this business really works. And, uh, you know, it is really, um, it's not like being a banker. There's no security in this business, but it's, if you're able to do it, it's the most wonderful, fabulous, creative way to express yourself that I could ever because, imagine. And you are you are an extremely, as I always said, versatile actress. You can do anything and do it well. But I we're going to say I, goodbye to you now. Okay. Well, it's, it's wonderful being you forever. But I'm sorry? I said it's wonderful being with you. I love your show. I think you're a, a phenomenon. And I loved you from the moment that I've seen you. And I think that you do something wonderful for the world with this.